the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today's about the third chakra and how it affects your business. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. And today we're talking about the third chakra, which is... The solar plexus. And in Sanskrit, it's the Manipura, which translates to city of gems or precious stones and in episode 45 we talk about how you can strengthen it and uh, what the uh, effects are if it's not working right so go listen to that if you want to hear more about the full chakra but uh, today we're going to be talking mainly about how it affects you as a business owner and your business exactly so well, I want to go to my story because the Soloplex is all about uh, courage, willpower, strength, grit, tenacity, all of those things that you truly need in order to move forward. So back in 1999, I'll go back to there, uh, <clears throat> I was at, working at the police department and I wanted to open up a personal training studio. And it would be specifically personal training. And I remember I was working out at gyms or at uh, Gold's. And uh, they're like, you know, when you fail at, because nobody's opened up a personal training studio before. This was like the first in the area. You know, California had it. New York City had it. Miami, but not in little St. Pete. So uh, Gold's Gym told me that when I failed, I can come work as a trainer for them. And I knew that it would work. I because I knew that it just felt right. So I was actually using my third chakra when I decided to not listen to the people around me telling me I was going to fail and listen to myself saying that I would succeed. So that's all about the third chakra. Exactly. Now <clears throat> jumping ahead to 2000 something when I lost my focus, I lost the flow, we lost the flow, we didn't have all these things going, that was one of the things that we needed to work on. And we needed to work on executing our beliefs because up until then, we were just listening to everybody else and not following what we thought. So we looked at the new business plan. How can this affect us in the proper way? We also looked at new classes. How can we create new classes that people would love and continue forward with this? Because these classes, there were no headstands. There were no plow. uh, There was no, uh, mostly pretty much no inversions. Yep, no wheel. No wheel. (laughs) uh, No, uh, oh, what, uh. We were, props. No props. We were putting people really close to each other. Exactly. So there was less than uh, two inches apart from mat to mat. 
ACDC uh, music. Yeah, we were playing <laughs> ACDC. We were playing all different types of music. In fact, your first class when we started, it was what, Breathe In, Breathe Out? Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> we were going into something that we truly didn't know what was going to happen, but we really believed in ourselves. We really believed because we were focusing on our chakra, on our third chakra. So we did our first one, we did our second one, and then we started going into the third one so we could execute yes. what we believed we needed to, what we learned from focusing on the first and second chakra. Exactly. Because with the second chakra, you create and you can start doing things. But the first opposition you get or the first obstacle, if the third chakra is not strong, you will quit. Yep. So having the third chakra working, it really helps you to say, yes, this will work and move forward. It really helps you to really go into making those, making those decisions happen. Yes. Instead yes. of being that person that says, oh, I thought of that first. I thought of uh, exactly. Uber first. Well, you didn't execute on exactly. it. Exactly. And having the third chakra working really makes you execute your plans. It gives you that strength. It gives yes. you that power. Yes. Remember the Hati Yin? Yes. <laughs> when oh, <laughs> everybody badmouthed us. They said all these things. Yes. Actually, even people in the major Yin community... Yes we're telling us that's not going to work. Exactly. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Exactly. And we started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we... Because we knew we had done the homework. We had, we had faith in what we were doing. We had faith in the background checks. Yes. All of those things. Yes. And you taught the first class. Yes. And then you taught the second class. Mm-hmm. And then we, after a very short period of time, it wasn't even a month, mm-hmm. we had to add another yin. Exactly. And then in less than a month, we had to add another. Yes. So we ended up having, what, three hot yins a week uh, because we also had hot flow and we also had hot... Uh, uh, hot core. Hot core. So we added three hot yins. Mm-hmm. And then we started adding those yin poses, uh, that yin practice, to every yes. one of our class. But what we noticed is... All the people that were bad-mouthing us, saying yes. that this sucked, that was bad, don't do it, it's not yoga. All of a sudden, all those studios around us were teaching hot yin. Yes. They didn't know what they were teaching no, because they weren't teaching our style. Yes. But they, they took the name. Exactly. And they, they started selling hot yin. Exactly. In fact, we had a lot of our students say, you know, well, your class was full, so I went and practiced at this studio, mm-hmm. and that wasn't anything like hot yin. So how can they call that hot yin? And I understand that you can name your class whatever you want, but they were doing it just because they wanted clients coming because they seen us, they seen how busy we were. Exactly. Yeah, and remember when uh, uh, we shortened the classes? Oh yeah, they they, <laughs> the they went after us for that. Yeah. Because uh, I remember back in like '99, yoga had to be an hour and a half minimum. Yes. Minimum, it had to be an hour and a half. And it took us forever to get it down to an hour, 15 minutes. Yes. And then down to an hour. Yeah. And when we cut it to 55 minutes, oh, we got so much heat from so many, pun intended, (laughs) we got so much heat from so many people, but we believed in our, what we studied. We believed in the conversations we had with clients. 
we believed that this was going to be something that people would like. And instead of seeing that person once a week, we ended up seeing two, three times a exactly. week. Exactly. Because they knew that they could get an hour in yes. a lot easier than getting an hour and a half. Because an hour and a half seemed like it was the whole day. Yes. It was a whole night. It took yeah, your whole night. Exactly. And yeah, that's great for a yoga person. Yes. That they want to spend their entire day practicing that's yoga. That's social. That, that's everything about <laughs> them. But a lot of people did it so that they could stay healthy. They could get that grounding. Yes. They could get all those things. So they didn't want to spend... They had kids. They had family. They had friends. They didn't want to spend a whole evening practicing. Yeah. But when we added it, when we brought it to 55 minutes, people started showing up. Yes, because then it's psychological. It's not even an hour. Yep. That's the yep. whole concept. And that's where people were starting to yes. come more. Even. Exactly. And it ended up benefiting them way more yep. than before because they were practicing more. Yep. And even our 8 o'clock at night class, yes. where uh, traditionally mm -hmm. it was terrible. Uh, I know a lot of studios that had like three people and we were putting 30, 35 people in the eight o'clock class almost every night. And it was one of the reasons I believe, because there's a lot of reasons, yes. but one of the reasons was that we had made it an hour, less than an hour, 55 minutes. So those are things that you can really look at once you start focusing on your third chakra. And it will give you that grit. That yes, tenacity. To move forward. Against all odds. <laughs> yep. So we'll be right back to talk more about the third chakra. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back talking about the third chakra. Now, the third chakra was a very, very important uh, meditation, very important focus for us. And what we're talking about when we're talking about the third chakra is not doing a shotgun effect. We're not saying that you just go out and you say, I can do this and these are the classes I'm going to create. These are what I'm going to do. And literally just wing it. This isn't what we're talking about. The third chakra helps you, well actually the second chakra really helps you to look at the groundwork at creating the class. The third chakra is what helps you execute the class because the third chakra knows that the second chakra did all the groundwork. So one of the things that, and I'm going to bring up another course that we did, I think it was like 2000, 2001, it was a Friday night. Our Fridays weren't that great, A lot of not a lot of people coming, uh, so we added yoga and wine. And in, back in 2000, 2001, that was sacrilege. Oh, we got so much heat from it. Nobody, people across the board, people coming from all over, because remember, we were in Florida, and people coming from all over the United States and the world would come to that area to on vacation. And wow, did we get, we were yelled at, we were all these different things. But we did our homework. 
we knew after talking to people that if we would bring in our regular students on Friday night that were coming, and we added wine tasting after. Yeah, that's important to say it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't getting drunk. Yes. It was a wine tasting. And it wasn't tasting. drinking and practicing. Yep. So we did a wine tasting after. So we had our regular clients would show up, and they would bring their partners, because the partners didn't want to practice yoga, but it turned into a date night. It was a Friday night date night. And people were coming from all over the place. It went from being people yelling at us, but our third chakra was working, so we didn't we didn't even hear them yelling at us. It wasn't like you said; it wasn't a show me. Yes. It was a. Or I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show, show you, you that I'm gonna make it. Yeah. No, it was. We did our homework. We knew that this was gonna work. We did everything, and it really. If we failed at it, I would have been surprised. We had done so much homework to know that this was going to succeed that there was no thoughts of failing. Exactly. And that's where the third chakra kicks in. Exactly. Because there is that saying that uh, floats around that uh, oh, when people tell you you cannot do something, uh, turn around and say, watch me. Yeah. Well, that's not... That's not a balanced third chakra because that's... That's competition. That's competition. And that's, I'll show you, I'll prove you wrong. With a really solid third chakra, you don't even hear that. It doesn't even phase you. It's, you are so focused at executing that that really doesn't matter to you. So one of the meditations that you can think about is mm -hmm. really looking at how you did the second exactly so you're not really focusing as much on like the third chakra as much as the third chakra is really focusing on how well you set up the second chakra exactly exactly you you really you look at it because the second chakra is what it's going to give you the faith in yourself, in what you are doing. So then the, it's easier, it's simpler for the third chakra to keep moving forward. One way to look at the third chakra is you, you are so focused at executing that you, you can't afford distractions. And yes, and I know that, uh, uh, what's that one saying you like? Oh, that if you have a big enough dream, you don't need a little crisis. Yep. And that's what the third chakra gives you. Exactly. Then those little random crises, whatever you're going to call them, don't affect you. Because you have that faith, your dream is big enough, but it doesn't remain a dream. You are doing. And that's what... You got to do the busy work. You got to do the dirty work. You got to do whatever you because have. that makes you trust yourself. Exactly, exactly. Because by you doing, then you see the results, and you keep moving forward. And then some of the results may be bad, right? People like really successful people have tried the same thing hundred times, and mm -hmm. they got it the hundred first time. Yeah, uh, Thomas Edison <laughs> yeah. says something like he learned what. Uh, <laughs> 5,000 ways not to make a light bulb. Exactly. So 
so you see the results you have that feedback and then you keep focusing on the feedback and keep adjusting keep trying again keep doing and i know that one of the other things that we did for the meditation aspect was in the morning mm -hmm. we truly visualized mm -hmm. people coming in the studio yes. we seen them but not only did we see them we shook their hands yes. we felt their hands touching we we smelt the air around us we used all our senses when we were focusing on that exactly uh, and uh, what which takes us to the most powerful mental practice for the third chakra which is a negative visualization yes and you might say negative visualization that that doesn't make sense so negative uh, so we people talk a lot about visualization and people talk a lot about positive visualization but like tim started saying a major part is the negative visualization like we were visualizing the people coming in doing this this and then we were visualizing what could go wrong and how would we address that so the negative visualization is exactly that it's prepare it's strengthening your solar plexus because then you don't <clears throat> if something does happen you're already prepared for it you've already planned for it exactly exactly there's no you've you've uh, decreased the risks exactly like, <clears throat> yeah it's uh, because you have managed or at least you have considered managing uncertainty <clears throat> So, and uncertainty is what will destroy your business. Exactly. But if you can manage it, you can't say, oh, I'm, I see mm -hmm. 37 people and that's how it's going to be. Yeah. But you can, you can manage what would happen yes. if different things happen. Exactly. Well, what would happen if uh, people come and ask this mm -hmm. question yeah. or this? Or what would happen yeah. if they come in and they say they don't like this? You run all these scenarios through your brain. Yes. so that you can really minimize anything that happens in class exactly exactly and you do it and and by you figuring it out in your mind then you have then you have already experienced it so when some the same thing happens or something similar it's not new to you it's like that people talk about muscle memory there is the fascia memory and there is this memory that's even more subtle and that's actually our gut brain because our gut brain has memory mm -hmm. so that's what negative visualization does i remember you know when i was little and um, my father was managing the civil aviation authority at the athens airport and they had to already to always prepare for something some big thing was happening this plane with this criminal was coming in or with this important person was coming in and, and sometimes both on the same plane <laughs> exactly so he used he used to always and then his colleagues would tell him you know why are you always thinking of the worst case scenario because that's what he was always doing like if you know we have this 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 and this and everyone was oh come on think positive it's simple it's whatever but he was always prepared mm -hmm. now he was doing it with them but he had already played it in his head and that was the negative visualization yep 
and that's one of the things that you really want to look at for the third chakra is you want to you don't want to, oh, I'm going to fail. That's no, not what we're talking no. about. It's about what you do when things happen. Because uh, as the business grows, mm -hmm. you're going to have bigger problems. Exactly. Because if you're not having bigger problems, mm -hmm. bigger scenarios, things aren't going forward. Mm -hmm. You're actually staying stale. And staying stale will keep you going backwards actually yeah so you might say oh I'm, I'm happy with 20 people in class well that will turn into 18 which will turn into 15 so you want to keep seeing and looking at other problems so that you can continue to grow and I believe in this whole concept of negative visualization is something they teach right in law enforcement yes and, uh, a, uh, some groups a, of yes. law enforcement get it because you got to remember there's there's levels yes uh so uh for my yes we were taught it yes so it, it was one of those things that uh, really assisted because you had to look at everything that was going to go wrong yes. yep and you should always be looking forward to bigger problems you should always be looking forward to not just different but bigger problems because that's an indication that what you are doing actually works yes. <laughs> that your solar plexus is staying strong solid yep. and strong so if you're keeping your first one working solid you're keeping your second one working solid and now you're working on your third one and you make that solid then it's a lot easier to go up the fourth fifth sixth and seventh exactly if you can't do much with the fourth if the first three are not solid yes and seventh you're not even don't even worry about that if you really can't do anything with the first three exactly so faith in the universe is one is one belief in yourself is two and courage to transform to execute courage in your convictions is third three. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means... May we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.